Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope to Hear This podcast. Today I have Joshua Park with me, and he runs a YouTube channel called k i y o k a j a or Let's Remember. The YouTube channel kind of shows the origins of the Korean church. Um, kind of how the first missionaries came, what events transpired to eventually lead to Korea as, as it is now.、Um, and yeah, it's just really fascinating, especially if you are a Korean American Christian, because we never really talk about the origins of our faith. And so Josh and I talk about why he started the channel and what he really wants to accomplish with it. So yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Hey, Josh,、uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast.、Uh, full disclosure, guys, we, we started <laughs> recording like five minutes ago and I forgot to hit the record button. So we're kind of、uh, redoing it. But, Thanks、um, for having me, David. Appreciate yeah, it.、Uh, yeah. So,、um, Josh,、uh, just like you did before, can you just give a, a brief、uh, background info on who you are, what you do? Yeah,、um, I, I'm going to add a little more on than what we did before. <laughs> So,、uh, I was born in Korea, came here when I was two,、uh, grew up in Texas. And then、um, I think basically most of my life has been in Georgia now, Gwinnett County,、mm-hmm. growing up in the, watching the Korean community grow here, as a matter of fact. And、uh, I was born a pastor's kid. And、mm-hmm. so there's a lot of you know, excitement there too. A lot,、yeah. of, um, yeah, a lot of PTSD from that as well. I'm sure a lot of our viewers can probably、uh, relate to that.、Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, right now I'm working for、uh, Cricket Wireless、um, as a,、uh, office admin, as an executive assistant. And、uh, it's been about four years doing that.、Um, 10 years volunteering, serving at my dad's church as a youth teacher and youth director at times. So、mm-hmm. yeah, I have a real passion for the youth. Yeah, and you, you have an actual calling to, to make it your vacation, right? Because you're, you're going to be、yeah. starting seminary. I am, yeah. Yeah, Actually, that's exciting. Starting with one class. Yeah. yeah that's, Graduate that's work's、awesome. going to be pretty tough, right? I mean, I <laughs> don't know what to expect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's funny, you mentioned something about、um, seeing the Korean community grow here in Atlanta. So、yeah. I moved from LA, our family moved from LA、um, in 2000, right around 2000. And oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. So, yeah. So even, even for me, I can. Like, see and remember how small the Asian community was back、oh, yeah. then and、yeah. to how big it is now. Do you, do you have that kind of same recollection? There w a s like one or two little、uh, Korean markets, and、yeah. there was no like Paris Baguette or like Mozart. You know, that's a luxury. That, right. Yeah, like didn't come until much later for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember in the maybe like the pleasant hill area there was like、oh, a、yeah. little bit of a presence but that was it and like buford highway there was some korean things here and there yeah. right yeah. but now off the top of my head within driving distance from where i am now there's at least five or six korean grocery stores like big ones <laughs> right and、yeah. countless cafes i could go to so it's、yeah. like the, the the population here definitely definitely did blow up yeah it's pretty and, insane Yeah. yeah. And, and just a, a added context、uh, to who Josh is, it's, it's kind of funny because、um, we talked about this right before.、Um, but Josh is actually Suji's boyfriend,、um, Suji, who has been on this podcast as well. But the funny connection that these two have <laughs> that I just found is、um, before Josh, Suji was the only other guest I've had who asked about where she should be looking the camera or the screen. But it's so funny that Josh asked the same question、um, right before we started 
our recording. So uh, that's, that's kind of <laughs> it's kind of cute. It's cute. <laughs> but yeah, um, so Josh, the reason why I wanted to have you on today, the, the main focus is, um, well, obviously we want to get your story, but also I was very intrigued by um, your um, YouTube channel. So um, being that uh, Josh is Suji's boyfriend and Suji and my wife being very close friends, the four of us got together not that long ago, maybe a month or two ago um, to have dinner. I think it was about, yeah, last month. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, we were talking, we were hanging out and yeah, Josh told us about his, uh, YouTube channel and I was immediately hooked. I started watching and it's really good content. And Josh, you want to reveal uh, what your, uh, YouTube channel is about? Yeah, it's going to be a very rare topic, right? <laughs> Not people, people don't really talk about it. It's, mm -hmm. um, Korean, uh, Christian history. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, very fascinating. And I guess we'll unpack that slowly. Yeah, and the contrast is going to be very interesting because we talk, we think about the church from an American context a lot because, you know, people who live in America, we go to American churches or even if it's a Korean American church, there's still, you know, the, the history of the American church behind it. But when you think about the history of the Korean church in Korea, it's, first of all, it's not super old and it's a clear day and night transformation from a nation that was completely not Christian to a nation where, you know, like missionaries started going and like you see the blossoming of, of the Korean uh, church. And it's it's fascinating because being a Korean myself, I never thought to learn about it. All yeah. I knew is I knew a few statistics about how big the Korean, uh, Korean church is. Like uh, I remember hearing a few years back that Korea is second to the US in terms of the number of missionaries that they send in the world. So and that's pretty crazy too, considering yeah, yeah population contrast. Yeah, and, yeah. So yeah. I do know that right now Korea does have a big, you know, faith, you know, presence there. But you know, there was a time if you look at like watch Korean dramas of like olden days, there, there was a time oh where like there was literally no Christians, right? Yeah, it's like North Korea almost right, uh, right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's I, I don't know why I never thought to look it up. I, I guess it's it, it was just intriguing. It, it actually I never thought to look it up until we talked like when oh. when you mentioned, you know, oh, my YouTube channel is about the origins of the Korean church. I was like, oh, I guess I guess there is an origin because the origin of the American church is a way more blurred, right? Because it's it was the the nation started as a migration of you know protestants from europe to escaping persecution yeah right to america so you can't say that the origin happened at the beginning of the nation because there was some carryover from you know the people's faiths and, and protestants in in europe but there is a like i said a night and day transformate transformative contrast um for for korean for korea's church history so yeah, can, can we talk a little bit about it? Because I, I don't want to give away the, the, the store. I don't want to talk <laughs> about all of it because uh, I'm still going through your videos and okay. I, I want to continue yeah. to do so. But I also want our viewers, our listeners to go um, watch your videos as well. So, yeah. Well, I, actually, before we even talk about that, can we talk about why you started doing this channel? Like how you even got into, you know, Korean church uh. history? And I think this is where we, uh, this is the part where we realized. Yeah, that <laughs> I wasn't recording. recording. So. <laughs> yeah. So now it's going to um, be 
actual conversation start. Yeah. Yeah. So we caught <laughs> up. Um, yeah, my, my dad being a pastor, um, you know, he and also like a big history buff, he uh, always told me about these stories. He's a really good storyteller. So he would tell me these stories and uh, with a topic like Korean history, you know, Korean church history, keeping like a eight year old's attention for that long. That's amazing, you know, mm -hmm. um, but he would always tell me stories about it. And, um, you know, and, and those things could also young, they just kind of passed through my head a little bit. Uh, I forgot about them. And then I came to this dilemma, you know, I thought, surely Korean church wasn't just, you know, elders fighting church splits, and there had to be more than that, you know, and mm -hmm. so I thought, I, I got curious, you know, um, a little bit of it, like started with, oh, what happened after Revelations, after the New Testament, and kind of tracing as far as I can through that, and um, that kind of led into, so like church history in general, and then I decided I would kind of research Korean church history as well to see, um, because, uh, and I also have to thank another um, mentor that I have named Pastor Billy, who's actually church planted somewhere in Suwannee. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, called Grace Community. Uh, he led like a conference, like a seminar. And that kind of reawakened me to like Korean church history. And that was back in uh, like first year of college. Mm -hmm. And so a little bit of my dad's influence and then some of Pastor Billy's in, uh, influence as well. And that kind of um, just, you know, blossomed into research and mm. it's amazing it really is so yeah. you you traced the church after like revelations so are, are you talking yeah. about like yeah. the ancient like first church you kind of traced what happened after that yeah yeah oh, and like cool. this is kind of going off on a tangent but like uh -huh. there are certain names in you know paul's epistles mm -hmm. like uh clement for example and like these are it's so fascinating when you can actually trace those people in history Hmm. So they weren't just people in the Bible, you know, and right. you gotta wonder, like, God didn't just go radio silent after you right. know, the Bible. And so, yeah, like that, that was like a real fascination. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of traced all the way to Korean church history. Okay, cool. So I want to ask you how, so you're, obviously your dad gave you a lot of in information, but I can't imagine 100% of your information coming from him. So like, do you just kind of like, did you just kind of Google through, you know, the rest of it? Or like, how, do you have a, did you find a book about Korean American, uh, Korean church yeah. history? Or like, how did you go about doing that? They have a series, um, of, like basically it's like a biography and um, like biographies of uh, Korean Christian leaders. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's from like a series called Kyat. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I, hmm, I don't know if this is okay. Let me see if I have one. Actually, yeah, but it's like a <laughs> collection of like sermons uh, for like, you know, several different pastors in the past. Mm -hmm. And um, it kind of started from there. I started collecting those books from uh, Amazon, mm -hmm. uh, looking up like Korean content on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, they have like cartoonized kind of cringy versions, but they get the story across, you know? Uh -huh. So it's like, yeah, looking at those and then uh, reading, ordering a lot of other books. Mm -hmm. So a, a lot of books, yeah, books and YouTube content. Gotcha. So you're just kind of getting information from a lot of different sources and, and curating it basically for your, for your channel. Yeah. 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 So let's, let's talk about the channel. Um, so the name I really like, it's Kyokaja, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, but then instead of Kyok, you're, you're using the actual like Kyok. The letter. The, the Kyok, letter. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm glad so, you like it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's clever. Cheap. It's very clever. Yeah. Uh, but for people who aren't Korean, what does Kyokaja mean? Yokaja means to remember. Mm. 
So, yeah, and that was kind of the, yeah. So is the motivation for your channel to kind of preserve our history and so that we kind of don't forget or what is the motivation behind it? Yeah, uh, that's the main thing uh, I would say to bring awareness because like you said, and uh, like I experienced as well, like we don't really talk about it, you know, not even um, Korean textbooks don't talk about it. Korean churches don't talk about it. Uh, eventually it's just going to vanish mm -hmm. um, unless we keep it alive. So that's one. And then two is like, you can see the path, you can see the future when you look into the past. Because mm. like, you know, Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, nothing's ever really new under the sun. Right. So we're going to see the same trends. And so, um, yeah, just to remember those people and be inspired by them. Yeah. Yeah. And the, I want to talk about, because I was shocked um, kind of hearing, I think your first, it might be your second video, yeah. hearing the story of kind of the Korea's first, I guess, encounter with like Christian, a, a Christian person. Yeah. And it wasn't kind of like the storybook, oh, missionary came and the, the people were curious and they brought him in and then they had a good conversation. It wasn't like that at all. And, yeah, no Thanksgiving dinner, right? Yeah. Right, right. So can you talk about, I believe the a missionary's name was Robert, is it Robert Thomas? Am I getting yeah, that right? Yeah, you're right. Robert yeah, Thomas. So, um, Again, I don't want to go, I don't want you to recap your entire channel here, but just, just to get the people hooked. And because this story really like shook me, uh, can oh, you yeah. kind of explain uh, the story of uh, Robert Thomas a little bit for us? Yeah, so Robert Thomas, um, to give, give like a real, just basic uh, breakdown, he um, was a pastor uh, from Wales, which is uh, Great Britain. Uh, he and his wife was pregnant. They decided to be missionaries to China. You know, as soon as he got ordained as a pastor and um, it's just like he had so much promise, but he decided to just, you know, almost throw all that away to go to China to, uh, but things didn't work out. And uh, after a couple of months, his wife and unborn child, they died. So he was traumatized. He um, put down his missionary, um, you know, duties and then uh, was working as like a translator for the Chinese government um, in the area of China that's really close to um, Korea. And so he came across some Korean people, uh, knowing they were kind of different, speaking a different language. He um, talked to them, basically found out. Oh, and to add on to that, like Korea was not known at the time. Only like China and the nearby um, countries would know about it. So European uh, countries would not know about Korea at the time. So he basically discovered this unknown kingdom and realized that there were thousands and thousands of people there who hadn't heard the gospel. And this kind of reignited his... Uh, passion for you know for missions which had you know been kind of snuffed out with all the tragedy that he had just gone through um he's 26 years old at the time it just didn't have a family you know he was widowed so that was um yeah meeting those people kind of reignited the flames for him and uh he took two trips there i'm gonna like skip over really quickly mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> a long story short um he took a bunch of chinese bibles bibles that were translated into chinese uh, was planning to, like, you know, even though it was illegal in Korea at the time to have any kind of Western influence or literature, he was, you know, basically risking his life um, to spread those, spread the gospel, spread those Bibles there. Uh, and he ended up dying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so a uh, lot of interesting facts that I'm so tempted to tell right now, but yeah. we'll just keep it at that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think the, for the con, for people, to understand the context of what 
a voyage from America or from Wales to China oh, yeah. was. It's this was yeah. like in 1800s. So yeah, steamboats, yeah. steamboats, and it wasn't. Yeah, like you said in the in your video, it wasn't like a luxury cruise. No, <laughs> it, no. it took months to get there, right? Yeah, like five yeah. months. Yeah. So I mean, even even that alone for me, it just I can't even imagine. If if I mean, my wife is pregnant right now. She's oh, yeah. She's yeah. gonna be. Uh, we're actually expecting in like a month or so. But yeah, if I told, really <laughs> yeah, if I told her, hey, we're gonna take a boat ride somewhere, even if it, if that boat ride ride were only a, a week, she would say, are you out of your mind? Like, why? <laughs> why would we do this? Right. Yeah. But the fact that uh, Robert Thomas, um, he had that conviction, that calling. Um, that first of all, that was really shocking to me. Uh, like, like you were saying, um, he, he was a very gifted linguist and he had a lot of promise. So. It, that it, it was almost like as if, you know, someone in our community, like they got perfect score on, on, on their like MCATs or something, had really good grades. Oh, they were yeah. they could have gone to like medical school, but then they decided, hey, instead of this, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to a different uh, a country and then serve people there. Like it would be kind of akin to that, right? Yeah, um, basically. Yeah. So that that's another shocking thing um, for me, but also um, not only the fact that he died, but the way that he died, right? So he was like shouting, um, like, like believe in Jesus, right? Yeah, but, yeah. Well, was he saying that in Korean? Was he shout shouting that in Korean? He or was. was that yeah. Okay. He was such a gifted uh, linguist that he had already, mm -hmm. you know, caught on to the Korean language. Mm -hmm. And um, he was like throwing as so. I, um, I guess spoil alert. I don't know <laughs> if uh, we need a spoil alert for something that happened uh, hundreds of years ago. But as the boat he was on was basically being sunk by the Korean uh, Koreans that were seeing him coming like he was like throwing Bibles at them and like shouting at them like believe in Jesus believe in Jesus and I can only imagine if I were there how that would affect me as a Korean because oh, yeah. it's not only is this person this white person speaking my language but He's shouting about something that's not regarding his survival, right? Like, oh, I, I would yeah. if I would be like, why isn't he shouting about, hey, save me, or like, hey, like, please don't kill yeah, me, yeah, like surrendering, yeah, yeah. He's he's shouting about something else, and that would really catch my attention. Like, what can be more important than his than his, his survival? And yeah. the fact that that is kind of the seed to our like faith heritage is like is really something. Like, I, I feel many different emotions about it. Like, I don't know that maybe maybe there's a little bit of shame just because it's like, oh, like, why couldn't they have? Why couldn't my ancestors right have like accepted him? Like he had such a desire oh, yeah. to share a good message. But yeah. like, I again, I kind of understand because it was, yeah, Western influence was outlawed. Um, like, I believe Korea was called the Hermit Kingdom at the time. Um, yeah, because they saw China and how it opened up to all these European powers, and they were just cut into pieces, basically. Mm -hmm. And so the, they didn't want that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I remember. Um, man, this takes me way back. But I was in LA when I lived in LA. Me, my mom took me to this like music. I don't want to call it a music. It was like a play. Okay. And it was the only. I forget the entire story. I was like, I don't know, maybe second grade. But the scene that I remember is. Um, the Korean, it was like a Korean drama, right? The Korean oh, okay. king saying, no, I will not accept the help of these nations. And the <laughs> okay. queen saying like, 
oh like but like we're getting attacked by like china like we are for our survival like so i do know there was like a period of time in korean history where like korea was really struggling with do we accept the help of these westerners or do we try to like defend our nation by ourselves because korea was constantly being invaded by by japan and china um yeah. so with all of that going on i can kind of understand why they were skeptical skeptical of this guy but yeah but man that that one story alone is it really opened my brain in terms of wow like wanting to like, explore more and, and really own the heritage that like you know i have as a korean so yeah i'm just thankful that like you it, it would <laughs> you really did um like retain a lot of the stuff that i said and yeah. i'm really glad because that, that's kind of what i want you know uh -huh. and so, so um yeah. i mean and but the, the but the thing is that's not like it gets more interesting as the story goes like oh, yeah. the whole like motel and the wallpapering yeah. like that is another crazy thing like you when i like listen when i was listening to it i was like well of course that happened like of course god orchestrated <laughs> it that way you know like yeah. it, it couldn't have been accidental like the way that god kind of put all the places like people in their places and kind of orchestrated all of that it's like really crazy but it's it's not surprising no yeah. yeah so, so um what has the the reception been of the channel for for like the people who've been watching well you know just like any other startup really i think it's like um they say that the community really is um like the the startup really needs the community's help so mm -hmm. most of the the reaction has been from like people that I know. Mm -hmm. uh, they some of them do look at the content. Uh, others were just kind of like telling me, giving their feedback about, oh, it's kind of boring, it's kind of long. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the, the ones after that you're gonna see are kind of different, much mm -hmm. shorter, and uh, has music in the background. And I try to like uh, experiment with things here and there, but yeah. everyone has said like they like the storytelling element of it, yeah. um, and that it's been very inspirational. Yeah, I mean, if, if I were to give some feedback, you know, I, I actually like, um, so there are some things that you add in where you're like, you say something, and you're like, oh, wait, that doesn't make sense. And then you kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, like you, myself. Yeah. yeah, so like you, the fact that you like added, like kept those in, I actually, I like it. I feel like it adds character and like, you know, oh, okay. yeah, mm. yeah, I don't, I don't think it was boring or too long. I thought, um, I, I want to say. I'm like five or six videos in and I'm, I haven't, I haven't felt bored or oh, at all. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. You're almost done. Cause I took a long break after like nine <laughs> or eight. Yeah. yeah. So you're almost there. <laughs> okay. So then like, I wanted to ask you like, what can the community do to help you um, to kind of keep you going and keep you encouraged? Well, I think um, I haven't really thought about that. Um, there was a point where I it really did matter what the numbers were. How many views there were i was just you know on the edge of my seat looking at my um youtube dashboard mm -hmm, <laughs> trying mm -hmm. to see uh you know but it, it's more so like they don't have to leave a like or anything it's really people that watch it uh, i really hope that people watch it people gain an understanding um i feel like koreans are almost ashamed of korean churches huh. because we're always fighting and it just um it's nothing to really be proud of for a lot of people mm. uh, because of all the messiness that we've seen uh growing up and um, I want them to know that it wasn't always like that and that our generation can be the change. Um, so if my videos, you know, um, can somehow spur that, somehow bring that message across that 
um, yeah, maybe the previous generations did kind of make mistakes there because we're all sinners, um, yeah. but that we can make a difference, you know, uh, that's what I really want, you know, but what kind of church are we going to leave behind for fourth and fifth generations, third, fourth, mm-hmm. fifth generations. So that's really what I want from the community is for them to watch this, be inspired, even if it's just one or two videos uh, and to really see that the Korean church is something, it's a gift. Mm-hmm. It's not something that we should be ashamed of. Yeah. Wow, that's really good. So, I mean, have you struggled with that in, in terms of feeling oh, yeah. shame? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. My dad being a pastor, you know, church plants. Um, mm. Yeah. It, there was a lot of messiness that I saw. Uh, I think at one point I thought, you know, once I'm independent, I'm going to just leave church altogether. Mm. You know? Yeah. That's how bad it was for a time. But um, yeah, so it was more than shame. It was more like resentment too. Mm. Um, but, you know, slowly God, I think knowing about Korean church history and knowing that that history can repeat, you know, that good, glorious history can repeat. Mm. I think that was a hope for me. Wow. So that's, what, that's kind of what brought me back. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Because, yeah, I think pretty much if you ask any Korean American about their experience with church, they probably have one or two stories about, you know, something negative that they faced. Um, I mean, I I attended a church for a long time that had a lot of infighting, like a lot of just like, like police got involved at one point. It was really bad. It was one of those, yeah, like Mm -hmm. just really, really bad situations. And, you know, this was when I was in youth group, right? So like at a younger age, kind of seeing this like happen, it almost makes you think, Oh, this is how adults must do church. You know, like oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like there is that oh, no. <laughs> right. There yeah. is that element of I mean, because you do as you see, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially with people that you look up to. So I think I don't think I thought this actively, but kind of at a subconscious level, I think there was kind of a um and I still I think I still kind of hold, like have this thought of this that's kind of just how like us koreans we do church um and but to hear that like there is this really amazing glorious god ordained like history that that we have at you know near to the origination of of our faith of our korean faith it's it's yeah i think that gives me hope as well um that's really good to hear and i think korean americans have even more potential Mm -hmm. Uh, just because you know we all know that koreans are very passionate people we don't close for any holiday really. <laughs> you know um we're always working workaholic um, but then we also have the influences from american culture mm-hmm. uh you know like western culture so to speak mm-hmm. uh, and i think that blend could is going to be great mm-hmm. you know yeah. as long as we're yeah and just to get a little theological here i want to get your take on this because we talk about so one of the things one kind of humorous but sad things that people used to say is you know american churches they grow by doing church plants korean churches grow by fighting and splitting like that's oh. that, <laughs> that's kind of one oh, of the so things <laughs> right but yeah. but if you're being honest a lot of churches if you like kind of ask about the origin they're like oh we are we're an offshoot from this church oh, and then man. you find out it's because they didn't agree with the pastor or whatever whatever yeah. it may be yeah. um but and, and with the story of uh, Robert Thomas, because like it was a very unfortunate thing that happened to him, right? And so I think there are people who might think, oh, 
so God made all these things happen by causing these bad things to happen, right? Like, I think that's like a possible uh, way to think about it. But then there's the other side where it's no, no, maybe it's just God can redeem any situation and use it for his glory, right? So do, do you have a take on that? Like, is there a, a notion of maybe God did orchestrate this, like, you know, for like, let's just take Robert Thomas's situation. God does, did orchestrate this really sad situation for him and his untimely death so that he can uh, bring, you know, Christianity to Korea? Or did God just, you know, use a really, and redeem a really terrible situation? Oh, that's a good question. Um, and I think I understood it. So <laughs> yeah, that's number one, because that's a complex question. Yeah, it is a very, um, sorry, it's a very complex question. Yeah. So it's almost like, did, did it, does, does it take a bad thing to happen? like a bad thing like that to have something great like the korean church sprout mm -hmm. or could it have could it have been played a different way but god just used what happened anyway right right kind of right um i, I want to first like yeah it was a bad thing i'll i'll go with number one first of all mm -hmm. I, I do think that um that bad thing though i want to take the label bad off of it mm -hmm. it, it was tragic for sure but i think it's like people commonly say, you know, the blood of the martyrs, the church mm -hmm. grows from the blood of the martyrs. Mm -hmm. um, and that's literally what happened there. Uh, so from like a third person point of view, that's terrible. But I think for him, uh, being as zealous as he was, and as much as he loved God, um, actually, you know what, I take that back, he would not have known. Because mm. everything that happened after was really like where all the, the works of God happened. Yeah. Think about it, you know, his legacy, like how the like spoiler, I guess further, but like executioner came to Christ. Uh, the governor that charged his execution also came to Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, a young boy who witnessed it, all those people that were there on the riverbanks, they basically became the first like Christian community. Um, so all that happened after his death. Um, but I do think it, it took something like that um, in order for the church to come out of it. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was I, the seed, yeah. Right. And it's yeah. it's just like, I mean, this is kind of, it's, I'm just really heady like this. I, I just like exploring these, these things, but yeah. Um, for, yeah, like if I were to put myself in Robert Thomas's place, like my last thoughts as a missionary dying about to be executed is my, yeah. I failed my missionary, I see. Like my yeah. mission as a yeah. missionary. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, like, yeah, it's, he, I don't know he i guess immediately once he was in heaven saw the results of like the the fruit yeah. of his labor so it wasn't a long um, like time of him having to kind of mull in Guilt. his uh defeat yeah. right yeah. Uh, but in the moment like you know he, i'm sure he felt like this was this is over like these people once they kill me i can't spread the good news to them and, and so I just think as people, we do have this sort of um, burden of responsibility when we feel like we have a calling, right? Um, but I don't know, like, if the, the reason I asked the previous question of did God cause this bad thing to or this tragic thing to happen? Um, or did God just redeem that situation is because like, that question, just that question itself, it kind of nullifies the efforts of the person, right? Um, because whatever the answer may be, because it, it's God having orchestrated everything. 
And so there, there's, so there's so many thoughts in my head, but there is this notion of, um, like Robert, Robert Thomas as this great, great, like awesome martyr. Right. But, and, and he himself as an individual did a great thing and he deserves praise, but does he actually, because God actually orchestrated everything and God's the one who did everything. So like, Oh, okay. Whoa. So the, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the, okay. So the, just to clean it up, the, the real question, the real like genesis of this question is like how much of humanity is to be praised for this and how much of humanity is to be condemned also you know because as a korean like the whole shame that i felt uh, of, of my ancestors of what they did um versus like this is all just kind of what god did and it just couldn't have happened any other way or you know god was able to redeem that moment well, now that you break it down like that, um, <laughs> wow. Okay, that is a tough question. Yeah, because it's like well, the previous question. I, I would actually look at it at a different angle. Now mm -hmm. that you mention it like that, mm -hmm. um, I mean, could God have meant it for it to be that way? You know, it's the first question I have. Right. Is like right, um, or yeah, because it works both ways. You know, right. think about it. Yeah. Right. And and this is probably something we're not going to have an answer to. But like, if I also think about it a, another way is if it didn't, if Robert Frost's life didn't end that way, then maybe his shouting of like, believe in Jesus, maybe that wouldn't have been as impactful. So maybe God did require Robert Frost's life to end that day. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you know, I'm not Robert Frost, Robert Thomas, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said Robert Frost. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I mean, yeah. Mm. I, I don't know why I started on this tangent and, and rabbit hole, but I, I guess this is kind of what I was thinking about as I was watching your your channel. Um, oh. and so now that I'm talking yeah. to you, I was like, yeah, I'm just Very philosophical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Um, Have you thought about these things at all or? I didn't put as much thought into that. As, as as I did into like the whole beauty of it all, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but I, I can talk about that later. But to answer your question, um, you know, you, you're like on the one hand, yeah, like um, if he hadn't died the way he did, if he hadn't encountered the executioner as he did, mm -hmm. um, you know, pulling out that last Bible, handing it to the executioner, um, would they have become you know believers at the same intensity that they did later on you know becoming like the first korean church leaders mm -hmm. um i don't know so maybe it's almost like maybe it's like um jesus appearing to thomas you know um he came back for thomas in, in a way you know to show him thomas being the the doubter you know had to show him see everything mm -hmm. maybe maybe it's one of those things mm -hmm. um so maybe it was all orchestrated by god in yeah. that sense yeah because um I maybe my lack of imagination, but I can't see any other way that uh, he would have done it. Robert Thomas, it's either he went there or he just decided not to. Right. Maybe he might go when he's a little older, mm -hmm. when the government's uh, Korean government starts to open up a little bit. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good question. Good question. Yeah, it's a really, uh, yeah. Deep question. Because because the comfort that I get, um, um, if if God did mean for robert thomas's life to end that way mm -hmm. then it, it like th there is a comfort knowing that really 
whatever happens, it's been orchestrated by God. So like, as if I were to place myself in Robert Thomas's shoes on that day in that boat, like approaching the riverbank, I, I think things I can think is, oh, they're shooting me down. They're shooting this boat down. They're, they're sending like debris that's on fire to like try to oh. sink us. Um, I think the first thing I can think is, if this is all in my hands, then I can't die here. I, I have to somehow survive. I have to jump out of the boat, swim away or something. I have to survive to continue the mission. But if if I am comforted, but if I know and am comforted by the notion that everything happening has been orchestrated by God, then all I have to do is obey. So like, I wonder if that was what he was thinking and saying, okay, you know what? This is the situation at hand. If I die, I die. If I perish, I perish. I'm going to continue to proclaim the gospel in this language that I know very little of, but I'm going to shout it to them. And I'm going to throw Bibles at them and do anything I can in this situation. Like, like there, I think that's like a level of faith that I've never had to even think about, like think about having, because I've never been persecuted in that way. I've never been in a situation where, where it was life and death, yeah. but I wonder if that's what it looks like to have absolute obedience, um, even to, you know, just even to death, just to, to carry out the mission that, that uh, God placed in your life. You know, I want to add on two things to what you said. It's yeah. like, um, yeah, the mission, you know, it's like the mission too, but it's like, um, I think he also thought like, and just this is kind of evidenced by the fact that he threw Bibles into the river hmm. uh, to prevent them from getting burned. Um, you know, maybe he thought, maybe he knew that the river currents would take them somewhere. Someone yeah. would see them. Mm -hmm. um, it's a big river. So maybe he thought that. Mm -hmm. uh, but then they could easily just sink to the bottom. No yeah. one really gets to it. But I think he thought one thing was, um, and we don't know this, but I, I think we can con safely say that he thought um, that God will use everything. Mm. God will somehow bring this to fruition, mm. uh, which is kind of going back to that original question that would fall more into the second option, right. which was like, did God use a mishap and uh, just change it for his glory? Right. Um, so yeah, I think that's one like faith that he had. One aspect of his faith is that God will use this, even this somehow, some way. Yeah. And then second thing is like, why didn't he run away? You know, mm. I would have run away. Right. There's a lot of different islands and he would have survived maybe two or three days yeah you know in that wilderness um why didn't he do that um more than the hopelessness that he saw in that uh, i think it was that he valued um you know the saving of souls more than his own mm. life mm. Yeah. yeah yeah so wow. i think those two things yeah yeah and so i, I mean I, I think regardless of what the answer may be to the question i, I think what we do know for a fact is it was a tragedy it was a seemingly tragic situation that really was a springboard for um, what would become the nation that sends the second most missionaries yeah. out into the world. Like yeah. that's a, such a stark contrast, right? From a, a nation that is literally has outlawed Western influences and um, sought to kill those trying to bring Christianity into the nation to mm -hmm. the nation being on the other side now sending countless people out into the world to make disciples and yeah. man that's it's just true. those two things alone like when we look at those two points in history 
like just the trajectory of that is something to as Korean Americans, something we really can be proud of, um, like in terms of our heritage, like what an amazing story, right? Yeah, we're actually the first uh, first country to uh, have Bibles translated in our own language before missionaries actually come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's been like a model that people, missionaries have been trying to follow. If there's like oh. a new tribe or a new area, they want to uh, somehow get intel um, get maybe a local translate the Bibles into that language first and then go in. Mm-hmm. Cause, um, I think that was a game changer. One, one of the reasons why Korean church grew so rapidly was because there were Bibles mm-hmm. and like, you know, gospel content, uh, already in our language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. that's, that's really telling that's the, of the, of the power of the gospel, the power of God's word. Um, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's yeah. Cause you, you talk about that in the, in the video as well, um, mm-hmm. about how, yeah, the, the Bible was already translated before people actually got onto the land and um, we were able to do missionary work there. So, um, yeah, thank, thanks for indulging me in that. That's uh, That was a really, I just, yeah, I, I have a lot of thoughts that just come to me that might be related to what I'm watching or not when I watch these type of videos. Um, so yeah, no, thanks for indulging me in that. But um, so I wanted to ask you kind of about the future of your channel. Like um, what are what are the plans that you have? So knowing that I haven't finished all the videos, I don't know if you've kind of, you know, of like until which time period you've, you've done your videos on, but do you still have like many more years to go to get to the modern church, like modern, like contemporary time or? There's actually a long way to go okay. before that. Um, but there was a point that I wanted to reach. Uh, oh. it, it's like, um, great Pyongyang revival uh it's it's like a it's probably one of the like biggest scale revivals uh, religious revivals that ever happened in world Christian history and mm-hmm. I want to reach that mm-hmm. you know because there's so much everything kind of is a domino effect that leads up to that mm-hmm. um but they would call that the birth like the birth of the Korean church that's when I was actually born mm-hmm. uh, and so uh yeah I want to reach that for sure yeah I'm and I'm excited for you to do that because I actually know almost nothing about the Pyongyang revival. Like I've heard it, I've heard people talk about it. I've heard like the um, uh, older people at my church saying, oh, Oh, we're gonna, because like something that I've heard people say is, oh, we're gonna see a revival, like kind of like like a revival that's similar to the Pyongyang revival. And like, you know, like I hear Pyongyang revival a lot, but all I think is Pyongyang, you mean the city that's in North Korea? Like, (laughs) are you sure you're talking about the same Pyongyang here? Like. So I, I know absolutely yeah. nothing about it. So I'm, I'm excited for, for you to get there. Yeah. So are, are you going to, are you kind of in the process of, of making more videos to get, get to that place or? I, I already have the scripts ready and everything, mm-hmm. but it's just a matter of um, trying to fit things in with uh, all the craziness going on in life mm-hmm. already. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you, you know, you inspire me, man. Cause you have a wife, kids, uh, well, kids coming up, yeah. but then you also have a job, full-time job and, and you managed to do this. So uh, our conversation at your house when we met up, that was very, very good, where you said you don't really go on like a rigid schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So I might, you know, try to follow that. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of publish things as as you can. I mean, there's yeah. there's no pressure. It's just, I, I think, though, um, one thing is, it's like the content you're producing is really valuable because there's really nothing else like it that, uh, uh, that, that I know of. Um, mm-hmm. And... Yeah, like it's just in that, just in the story of Robert Thomas, it's like really like just the tip of the spear, right? Like 
yeah. like, Robert Thomas's story is really like you don't really see like things happening all that much. You just kind of see the seeds being planted. Um, but even in that, there's just so much to think about, so much to talk about. Um, so, like, yeah, just everything else. I think, yeah, it'd be really great for you know people in our generation to learn about. Uh, I don't even know honestly if my parents know much about the the church history because my parents Probably became mm. yeah my parents became Christian like after they moved to America. So, oh, okay. you know, I, I and I doubt like you were saying, I I doubt this is a like church history. I, I don't think that's something that's uh, taught in school, right? So, um, yeah, my parents might not even know. So, yeah, I, I think you're doing really amazing work, Josh. I think you should uh, continue. Um, and I want to, I'm going to give you gentle nudges every now and again. Say, hey, like, are you working on your video? Like, because yeah. uh, well, one thing we talked about when you were uh, over is that like, you're doing like videography stuff at work, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and so, so like, that's a skill that can be very easily you know, transmitted to the work that you're doing for Kyokaja. And yeah, it's, it's already really like, it's like really high quality stuff, like, like the transitions that you have and like the, oh, the, yeah. in, like the, 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 the map of Korea and like the, like the effect that you have oh, yeah. over it. I think that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. I yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah, like any way that uh, I can support you or our listeners can support you, uh, please let us know. Cause this is something that, yeah, for sure, I think many people will be interested in. If if not anyone else, at least I for sure am interested. <laughs> and I want to see more. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. man. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, um, and bef before we wrap up, um, yeah, do you have any last thoughts or any anything um, you wanted to add that we didn't get to cover? I think I got a majority of what I wanted to say uh, out there yeah. today, which yeah. I do appreciate. This is a good platform for that. Um, but yeah, I just want to encourage people to, even if it's not through my channel, to uh, really um, not give up on the Korean church. Mm. Uh, if you're Korean Americans, even if you're not, if you're um, not Korean, that's fine too. But, um, you know, Jesus didn't give up on his church. Mm -hmm. Church is his bride. He's not going to give up on it. And I don't think we should either. And so yeah. um, yeah. if knowing how church was before, uh, before we were even born, helps you to um, have a new appreciation and love for um, the Korean church as flawed as it can be, um, I would encourage you to dive into it. Yeah, no, for sure. I think um, there, there is something really special about heritage. I mean, even in the Bible, we talk about like kind of generational gifts of faith. Um, like Timothy, uh, Paul talks about oh, Timothy yeah. and how like his grandma, I believe grandmother, um, like he talks about her faith being like yeah. passed down to Timothy. So yeah. there is something definitely to be said about um, our our forefathers and, and things that these they've done um and yeah like the unique position that korean americans are in is we don't even know like general korean history that well um <laughs> so i mean right because yeah even with like i had to really dig because i didn't learn it school in school like i only learned yeah. about american history so i don't really know i really honestly growing up all i knew is Korea was occupied by Japan. That's why like oh, a lot of oh, older wow. Koreans don't like Japanese they people. Japanese. <laughs> right, right. And yeah. then, you know, there's there was this split between like 30th oh. parallel. Like those are like really the only things I knew. Um, like I've had to really dig to further understand. And I'm not even really that deep into that journey. Um, but yeah, to to learn about the 
church history. I think that's just like another layer, another fascinating uh, story thread that um, I want to uh, continue. So um, yeah, Josh, thank you so much for, for being on today. Um, and just to give people a little teaser, um, Josh talked about uh, clinging and, and really giving the second chance to the Korean American church. Um, there is going to be a, I'm hoping for it to be kind of, actually, it's, it's going to be a multi-guest video where we talk about a topic. And the topic is going to be around diversity in the church. And so I, I'm actually intentionally getting people with different perspectives on that. I'm, I'm, and I think that's going to be a fascinating conversation. So uh, Josh is going to obviously going to be the, the perspective from, you know, why the, the unique uh, identity of Korean American church is important. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that. It's, it's just been difficult kind of coordinating that um, with all, like everyone's different schedules and all that. But uh, yeah, just just a little teaser. A shout out to Stephen Liu. Um, he's he's a, a student at UGA who actually posed the question to me and we, we got to uh, record that. You, you saw the video, right? I sent you that video. I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I so know. we're going to be kind of using that video as a jumping off, like questioning of this like, diversity in the Korean American church. And we'll get a lot of different uh, um, a lot of different perspectives on that. Don't hold me to this, guys. Don't uh, because like if at, at the very least I'll have we'll get Josh's take on it. But um, if if the scheduling doesn't work out and I'm not able to come through <laughs> uh, with everything I'm trying to do with it, uh, please forgive me. But um, I'm just throwing it out there just to uh, keep myself accountable so that I, I uh, pursue that and, and try to get that done. So. Uh, once again, Josh, thank you so much for being on today. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, watching the rest of your videos. And uh, once I get, once I've finished them all, I'm going to message you and say, hey, okay. time for you to release more videos. <laughs> the next one. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so, um, yeah, I just want to remind people, uh, Josh's channel, it's Kiyokaja. Um, is you have to type it out in Korean to, to, to get a hit uh, on YouTube, right? I, I'm gonna have to work on that because okay. gonna, it's gonna be a diverse crowd for sure. Yeah. So, so um, do you have like an Instagram or anything uh, dedicated to your channel? Oh no, not yet. Okay. Because yeah. I was gonna suggest um, if you do, then mm -hmm. you can just link your video profile oh, to yeah. the Instagram, so you can just point people to your Instagram to to get to the video. Ah, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. So. Um, if if you do that, if you get to do that, whenever you do do that, I'll uh, link it up on my Instagram as well, so people can see. But for now, um, I'll, I'll throw out exactly what they have to type in to find your video, yeah. so that yeah. um, people can get to it. Yeah. So um, Appreciate it, man. thank you. Yeah, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time.